Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with Kean from the cruise Rhythm Rebels from Ireland and Business as Usual from Canada. One of the rising stars from the Vancouver scene, Kean is definitely someone to look out for, particularly when it comes to footwork. Having learned now directly from the shadowy underground legend Bounce, and more recently from Puzzles of Supernaturals. This episode, we got to talk about the Irish breaking scene and the larger European scene, living abroad, what brought him to Vancouver, what got him interested in footwork, and more. Keen is definitely one of my favorites to watch at the moment in Vancouver, and I'm really glad I got to have this chat with him. And I hope you enjoy it. Okay, and we're live. Well, not live. I don't know why I always say that. We're recording, and <laughs> we're here with Kian from originally from Ireland, but now living in Vancouver. Uh, you have a b-boy name? I don't actually know. No, I always went as Kian, man. Just yeah. uh, it's a cool name, yeah. anyway. So name, <laughs> so I figured, you know, not many people are gonna have that name anyway, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're repping Rhythm Rhythm Rebels. Yeah. And bu- is it business as usual? That's it, like Vancouver crew, right? Yeah, business as usual, yeah. Yeah. How'd you Most get reason. how'd you get down with them? Or how did that crew start even? Um so I remember it was uh it was crew in the front was this jam on commercial oh. It's like one car free day in Arthur yeah, yeah. organization. Yeah. And we just got a few random guys together. And we just went for it. And I remember seeing like uh, there was like very clear who was the best, you know, in Vancouver. Like there was this very strong people. And I felt there wasn't much like there was a big difference between the next level. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking like the guys like, you know, we should start something, train hard and just like make it more competitive, you know. So that was how that kind of started. And it was actually Mark Siller actually battled with us that day. As well. <laughs> oh, was that the one like it was outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So, how did the name like business as usual come about? Uh, it's actually the name of a EPMD album. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, <clears throat> and Jeet actually came up with the name. Who did? He said uh, Jeet. Oh. Do you know Jeet? Yeah, uh, he uh, he came up with it, and uh, he always used to just kind of go like use like a hip hop album name as like a crew name if he was entering with someone <sighs> random so yeah, yeah he just we went with it and that and it's kind of stuck it's kind of catchy so. even that like that that jam was thrown by arthur and like all of his jams were hip-hop album names really it was like that and i can't remember the other ones he, he had like three or four of the different ones that he did and they were all some random hip-hop album names and stuff yeah it was cool the good one to look for inspiration, you know, there's always some fresh titles like Yeah, you know, man. Hard to find well, that. Yeah, I was talking with a couple of friends. We were talking about moves and stuff and like names of moves. And it mm-hmm. got me thinking like, yeah, coming up with names for things, random things, like whether it's moves or whether it's like crew names, or are you just joking around with friends and stuff? Like mm-hmm. part of the fun and part of like exercising your creative uh your creative muscle <laughs> kind of thing yeah 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 um, um yeah. i actually yeah i i, I do like i i think when you give moves names it makes you almost like hit them harder you know oh, like yeah. if you have like an image in your head of how the move is supposed to look mm-hmm. and uh, you can kind of strive to hit it that extra bit you know if you have a name like it makes it like more real right <laughs> gives yeah. it- like solidifies them. Do you have any good names that you want to share? Moves? Um, I don't have any crazy ones for me. That like if you look at my notes, it's all just gibberish, you know. <laughs> but that's part of the fun, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I have people can guess what they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, I have one right that I call like a sunrise, and it's like I just do kind of a blender and kick my foot, and I try to make that semi-circle kind of yeah. shape. So cool. I just think that's a sun rising kind of over a horizon and try to make that like big semi-circle yeah, yeah, yeah. shape. That's cool. That would be like an example of one. Yeah, yeah. nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, so you're you're originally from Ireland. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, we'll work backwards to Ireland. Ireland. So mm -hmm. what what brought you to Vancouver in the first place? So I <clears throat> I suppose really it was my my whole reason to move to Vancouver was for um, breaking because mm -hmm. yeah like um, in Ireland the scene was just so small and you know I, just, I was just really into it I just I knew I loved it and didn't do university none of that kind of stuff uh, but I just knew I really liked breaking. And then just where I'm from, Cork is like in the south of Ireland, a small town, you know, and there's not much going on there. So I was just thinking like, you know what, just like, let's move, let's check it out, see how it goes. And it was the best thing I ever did, really, because, oh, nice. you know, it showed me a new scene. Like, I always think of like Vancouver gave me like the love back for breaking, you know, because it was just like a really healthy scene. Like everyone was nice mm. going to rob where you know like the vibe there is just crazy yeah one of a kind you know yeah, yeah. so it was just it, it was a kind of um it was a bit of a gamble like i didn't know much about i didn't know about the scene i just yeah. said there's bound to be b-boys and there's bound to be a place to train so yeah. give it a shot was there you know? any reason why you picked vancouver in particular well <clears throat> yeah like i had actually went, my aunt actually lives here and i had actually oh. been here since a kid oh nice and I knew, I, I just knew it was a really nice place. I had heard good things about it, you know, kind of a chilled out vibe of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just that I go for it and check it out. And if, uh, like, with the Irish um, passports, you can get, like, a two-year visa, okay. a working holiday. So just went in on that, and I've just extended now on another two-year work permit. So, right yeah, on. it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. I'm ready, ready to leave yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, so then yeah, let's move back to Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, what am I curious? I, yeah, like, so maybe you can talk about the Irish scene or your area and what it was like and when you were starting out and like who, who you were influenced by and this, these kinds of things. And, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> I suppose like Ireland's kind of history, like it would have, well, in, in Cork anyways, in my city in the South, like it would have been big in the eighties, like it was worldwide when it just blew up anyway. Mm -hmm. And it had kind of fizzled out. Mm -hmm. And then my teacher, uh, his name is uh, B-Boy Dosto, and uh, he's from Cork and he started breaking in about 1998. So after the, in, there was B-Boy was like 87, then there was nothing. And then he was kind of breaking in 98 and <clears throat> he set up my crew rhythm rebels in 2003 with some other guys in the city and that's when the scene really kicked off in Cork that i know of you know what yeah. i mean from recent like till now and so the crew kind of started off with him and then two other guys shane and ross and from there they were just kind of holding it down they just were self-taught and then adam uh set up a studio called uh, Flavor Floors, it was called. And uh, basically I went there, because uh, well, for me then I had like just seen breaking like you got served and like yeah, yeah. these movies and I was just like, oh, I always want to learn. Yeah. So saw there was classes, went to the classes and then he just took me under his wing and I nice. just was just obsessed with it since then. I, I was about 17, 16, 17. So yeah, I've been breaking about nine years mm. now. Mm. Nice. I just yeah, I mean, the, the, the scene is small in Ireland. They 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 were, you know, just doing their own thing. It was all very just focused on, just the dance, just kind of going off, just yeah. kind of being intentional. There was no real structure or power or like teaching methods or nothing like this. <laughs> yeah. Kind of freestyle, just do your thing. Yeah, and that definitely influenced my style. You know, like it was always kind of let's say footwork based. Just go off to the song you like, mm. and see how it goes nice. and yeah very much and then i know as well one of the guys shane and my crew was tight with um b1 else 
So B-Boy Mills had taught him um, uh, some stuff, which he had then passed on to me. A lot of this kind of like figure four kind of concepts and pretzels and just all this kind of footworky right. stuff. So that right. was another thing that influenced me. And, mm. and then, you know, like it just, I kind of realized I just, I need to kind of move out of Ireland if I want to improve or really, you know, make a proper stab at it. Mm. And then that's brings you into Vancouver and then, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, damn, that's crazy. Did you, did you do any like uh, traveling within the European scene? Because like European scene, there's so there's so many different countries in such a kind of small area. Um, yeah. And like the level, there's yeah, it's so easy to like find competition and and inspire yourself to like yeah. Big time, you know. Um, I had a, I had traveled to, to like France, done some stuff in Spain, and then mainly the UK would have uh-huh. been my. Uh, yeah. And you know, like the scene's very competitive there, but I, I, I don't know what. Um, the thing with European scenes is like you can go just like it could be the difference of an hour's travel, and you're gonna see feel a totally different vibe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, for example, when I was back at home in Ireland, I went to this um, <clears throat> in Barcelona called Sun Quince. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a mix of all European b-boys there. And I want to say it was like just the different styles was just mind-blowing. Like the all the Eastern European guys had their own flavor. And the French guys had their own thing going on. The UK guys had their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's mad, you know. Like, there's definitely a difference in uh, uh, style, for sure, that I noticed just being yeah. in the u.s and canada um but i have to say though i do i, I really do like, prefer personally the um canadian style and the vancouver style the way it's it's very much focused on originality and flow and stuff like that um yeah. but that's kind of a personal preference thing but right <clears throat> yeah the, the 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 level in europe is so high and you can see just yeah there's just so many different takes on the dance yeah you know what i mean well, this, that's kind of interesting to hear that, like, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it was like more pronounced before, but who knows. But you get mm-hmm. that, like a lot of people talking about, uh, yeah, like the homogenization of styles, like everything's kind of becoming the same because everyone's watching the same stuff and mm-hmm. kinds of things. There's less like pockets of people who have kind of like, isolated themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still cool to hear that, that, you can still go to some places and you can mm-hmm. see these like really different ways of thinking about approaching the dance and stuff. Right. Big time, you know, like that's the thing, like, yeah, you do see a lot of people doing the same thing on that, on the, you know, like your YouTube battles, you yeah. in the ciphers, I was seeing lots of different, like there yeah. was just French dudes uh, called like rockers delight. And they, these I've just heard of them. Yeah. Ciphers, like, mad like rock and then you had like flomo doing their own thing you know and like a bunch of french people or a bunch of spanish b-boys rocking as well like i think it's dope you know people like you know you 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 do see trends and stuff but yeah, of course you know but for you know yeah i think i think it is um it's quite diverse i feel in europe you know yeah that's yeah. what i like that a lot about it yeah <clears throat> um yeah so you i've seen kind of yeah over the time that i've known you you're you're kind of a footwork you like footwork (laughs) yeah yeah. not to say that's the only thing you can do but like yeah you let your you enjoy it um maybe yeah like what is it about footwork that you like so much that you find so appealing that that makes you want to kind of focus on it more Mm. so like i offer oh, for the longest time i just thought that i would just uh you know you have like body types and stuff like i just thought that my body type was maybe just suited to footwork mm. but like the more i kind of think about it now and stuff i think like maybe that's just because that's all i was taught it's all i was it's all people really knew in my scene oh so, yeah that makes sense no one knew how to do flares no one knew how to do windmills really there was yeah. no power, you know. Um, 
so everyone was just doing footwork and making up their own shit, you know, like just freestyling and stuff. So I think the way I was just surrounded by that when I was learning, so that's all I saw. So I thought that was just the way to go, you know, just like, right. yeah, like your footwork, trying to make up your own original steps and then be with the music, you know, right, just the right. kind of thing. And so I would say that's, that's a big one. And then the more and more time I just spent doing it, the better I got at it. And then it just, you know, it just becomes fun when you get better at something, you know, it's, it doesn't yeah. like, hard for you to do it anymore like you know your six step is like this you know you see just play and make up and yeah but i feel i feel if i was to start you know um somewhere and the b-boy in my city was a power mover and i just did power then i'd be doing that you know right i just um it's whatever you start with is what you're going to be best at i i i I feel yeah 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 um and then but then also like you know i just you know, from moving into Vancouver, uh, seeing, you know, guys like, guys that hearing about guys like you and then like hearing about like bounce and stuff, like high level footwork stuff, you know, and then seeing what, like the lengths you can go with it. It was like super motivating for me then as well. So it's just like the more and more you realize how endless this stuff is and like, you know, yeah. always push and get better and like, and then that would have been, that's the main reason why I moved in, you know, is to see things like that, you know, and push you. And yeah, and I think then it's just footwork was always just my bread and butter, you know, so that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I totally agree. Like, you know, your people are kind of a product of what, they, what they're surrounded by and that kind of thing. Not to say that people can't learn new things and do other stuff, but like, it was kind of the same for me, like when I started in Vancouver there wasn't a lot of people doing power like Mm. people used it, but it was like only little bits and pieces. And there was like one or two people that could do power combos, like real power combos. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like very, very minimal. Like Mm -hmm. uh, most people used it kind of like a transition or something like that. Or they'll do like, they just do like windmills and then Mm -hmm. that they'd transition out of it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like power combos and stuff, but yeah, like, you know, what you were saying about you kind of start to see the the depths that you can go with these things. Mm. I was like, I don't know. This is my opinion. Mm. Or like when you're starting out, you just kind of don't know and you don't get it. And you're just still learning stuff. Yeah. But like once you start thinking about like just one position and one position can create like a million different moves and then, Mm. this other position and that can create a different million different moves and then how you get into it that's like another million moves or whatever and then start piecing them together and like constructing these different things like Mm -hmm. it's really crazy i love that 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 that, that's what i love about vancouver man i feel like so many people are on that tip you know in vancouver you know everyone like people really do like appreciate that kind of exploration finding something a little bit different you know it's like even uh when i was um when I also went to a jam in the UK uh-huh. when I was, <clears throat> when I was at home and you know just being at that jam personally I didn't really feel vibe to cypher as much you know I didn't really because you know for me it's like if you see someone hitting something really nice it makes you want to go in and do something nice as well or, but like if you're kind of seeing people doing similar kind of stuff just like kind of your run-of-the-mill power combo to freeze uh-huh. combo thing it's just not really like motivating but then I remember you know first few jams in Vancouver seeing people like oh my god nice you know like never seen that before never seen that before oh that's original twist to it you know and yeah yeah that's that's really cool to hear (laughs) (laughs) like I think when a lot of people think about Canada maybe it's kind of changing these days but you know for a long time like most of the the people that have kind of like made it or whatever you want to say, like mm-hmm. made a name for themselves, like internationally and, and whatever, or even within Canada, like a lot of them come from Toronto and like, mm-hmm. you know, Toronto's not to say that everyone dances the same, but like there's sort of a, I don't know, sort of an aesthetic maybe in general yeah. overall um, and kind of an approach that a lot of people share there. And so mm-hmm. like a lot of people kind of think of that as Canada. And then in like the recent years, Montreal's kind of, come in too and like a lot of mm-hmm. Montreal have come up and like 
Vancouver, there's a lot of good people, but uh, it's, it's always been like, I don't know, a little bit more under the surface kind of thing. Like you guys, you got guys like Phil and, and mm. Kurt, Kurt, I think he started traveling too, right? Started to know. And Samson yeah. and like these guys, right? But, um, you know, one of the things to me, like when I thought, when I, like what is, what is like Vancouver's style or whatever? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but like, yeah, you know, it's uh, to me, it's it's less about like an overall look of how people move, but more like a mentality. I think. Yes, exactly. You know, like, exactly. And I think part of it is like, because the breaking scene is kind of small, but the dance scene in general is like so connected. Mm -hmm. for whatever reason however that happened like this thing's just got really connected and people know each other from all the different dances and like people experiment yeah. a lot with other things they learn a lot of different dances and yeah that helps a lot with yeah. being, getting your own flavor your own style you know yeah. obviously there's a scene where it's just all you've got all your b-boys over here and then you've all your poppers over there they yeah. don't see or they don't mix like you know there's yeah. going to be less ideas floating around yeah yeah I I I I even I, I say it to like uh, some of my friends back home. I'm like, there's a a, a b boy you've never even heard of in Vancouver that was smoking. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like you know you're gonna see people like people you've never heard of in Vancouver who are really fresh styles who aren't like like super big on and like even when I've done a bit of traveling in the US, I still think like Vancouver is better for having its own original like everyone's doing their own thing you know what i mean there's not one block mm -hmm. style across the border which I, I love it like i love that part about vancouver yeah i think that's like <clears throat> maybe one of the things like it's cool it's really nice to hear that you you feel that way about vancouver and that's like what you've seen i wonder like it's probably the case with um, maybe like every kind of major scene a major bigger city or whatever, there's going to be, there's bound to be like some people who just have this like crazy approach or whatever, but you never hear about them because for whatever yeah. reason, like they just you yeah. know travel or they only travel locally or something like that. Like being in Japan, you know, there's all these people that are like the, the popular, whatever, people that mm -hmm. they'll travel and they'll, they'll do battles or they'll win everything, whatever. Right. But mm -hmm. there's just so many people in Japan and there's so many dancers that like people have, will have never heard of, will probably never hear of. There's no yeah. footage of them or there's like, it's really minimal or it's super yeah. old or something like that. But if you see them, you meet them and like you see them get down you're like, who, I've never even heard of this person. Like where do they come from? Right. Big time. Big time. So many of those guys everywhere, like you've never yeah. heard of. Yeah, there's like little, there's little gems everywhere, and people who just like they don't really care about, or maybe they do, but just for whatever reason, it's they, yeah. they've never become like famous or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's cool to hear that though. Um, who who are some of the people that uh, that are kind of inspiring you these days or when you when you see them or whatever um <clears throat> would you mean this, on like the main kind of this world could be like vancouver or internationally or whatever or actually let's just put it this way it doesn't even have to be breaking it doesn't even have to be dance like what are the things that are mm. like, get you inspired get you motivated get you like mm. wanting to do stuff or whatever um i'd say like so for like breaking anyways, like let, let, let's say kind of like locally, um, a big, big, two big inspirations for me would be like um, puzzles oh, yeah. and, uh, and bounds. Oh, yeah. like, it's kind uh, of these two like really well-known footwork kind of people, technical yeah. kind of dudes. They just ended up in Vancouver somehow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, you yeah, know. Really um, I've like, you know, been lucky enough to learn from both of them. And, oh, nice. You know, to see their insights and is just you know crazy and yeah honestly both of them i would say it made me look in breaking in a way that i'd never even imagined it before you know um but then also uh uh the rizza would be somebody who i really like 
I just yeah. I love I love hearing him talk. I love hearing his like ideas. Just like uh, his story with Wu Tang Clan, like coming from yeah Staten Island and stuff. Uh, that kind of isolated place. Like he talks about being yeah. there, like uh, watching his kung fu movies. Like you know, like yeah. sharpening words. You know, and sometimes like I I like think of that like like when I was like back home in Ireland. You know, like with like no distractions trying to like make my own style and then like you know trying to move up and on from there so yeah yeah the one that i read like uh just everything he does really with Wu yeah, Kahn, yeah. did i think is just amazing so he'd be another huge inspiration for me mm-hmm. and then like um there's like I, I i just you know uh i love um just the old school b-boys like uh Ken Swift and stuff would be like a big one for me and focus like Storm and stuff uh, from the European guys let's say Um, but yeah it would be mainly the old school older kind of b-boys who I would look up the most I would Mm. say yeah 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 Um, yeah they're all everyone's like footwork footwork gods kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cool that's cool yeah. yeah yeah the rizza is like you know that guy's a crazy thinker you know like nuts nuts and he's he's a really good example too of like you know managing to take these things that that aren't like a part of what pe- people typically typically think about like say with hip-hop mm-hmm. maybe some like older people think about that but like he really brought in all this like kung fu influence and like the stuff that he makes, the music that he makes and stuff, like, just got, like, his own unique sound to it. But, like, even just the, like, the sound bites that he puts in and stuff like that, it's, like, telling some some crazy story or whatever, like, it just makes you, brings you to some certain feel or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, a, you feel like you're there. It's, like, it sounds like just chaos, you know, some of his songs. And yeah. it's, it's just nuts, man. Like, even, like, the way... Like he just he had this you know plan like an an idea and he just like kept at it and executed it perfectly. Like if yeah. you think about the brand he's made and how well he's done for himself, like had an idea of getting all these dope MCs together. I'm gonna make all the beats. I'm gonna produce an album, do individual yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. smart guy, such yeah. a smart guy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um. <clears throat> yeah and some i see yeah every once in a while or whatever like instagram or facebook or something like that like i see you yeah you're like training pretty hard you seem like a pretty disciplined guy you, you've got a lot of passion for what you're doing mm-hmm. um is there any like is it just that love that drive that you have like what's what is it that kind of really drives you to to do that uh i just say it's a, it's a pure just love for it like um for me i just uh i couldn't be bothered doing anything else to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the way it is to me you know like i just um yeah i'm not i'm just not big on going out and partying anymore and all that kind of stuff that mm. for me is back in ireland and stuff so when i when i you know you know come here it's just like like vancouver gave me that love for it back you know so like mm. that's all yeah it's just like just pure like passion like for me like if uh if if nothing like if money wasn't an issue or none of that i would just break like that's all i would oh, do yeah you yeah. know there's no need to do anything else for me personally you know what yeah, i mean yeah i feel like a lot of people have that same feeling like mm. you know, there's something about breaking in particular yeah that it's just like oh. i'm good with this this is this is enough for me <laughs> yeah well i think it like satisfies a lot of needs that people have as humans or whatever like Mm -hmm. you know like you said if if all your financial needs were met so that was taken care of and like you know you you have a shelter and you have a house and you have you know like this like a lion's not coming to eat you or something like that like your your safety is taken care of like yeah it ticks a lot of these boxes of like what what people kind of desire or from what i know and what i experienced and whatever like needing Mm. to like connect with people share ideas be creative 
uh, it's really physically demanding. So it keeps you like fit and healthy. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it just ticks all those boxes. <laughs> it does, man. I, I, I still, I still can't believe it to this day. Like even like when I think of it, it's just like, it's just so nuts that I didn't even know this existed when I was, let's say like <coughs> 12 years of age. Like I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know like it was a thing, you know? And now it just like is basically all I get, all I care about, really. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's mad. It's just mad. Like even just just hip hop culture in general. Like I'd say you could talk to any like MC or graph artist or DJ or whatever, and they'll say the same thing. Like, just mm-hmm. like yeah, like you know what I mean? Um, that's the beauty of it, man. Yeah. yeah. And I and I I really think too, like, you know, yeah. There's there's people who say like you got to learn these things and that's what breaking is or whatever, or at least that's the building blocks. Some people are a little too like hard line about it. Like this mm-hmm. is what breaking looks like. But I think part of the beauty of breaking in particular is like, yeah, you might have these move, foundational moves that, but they're just building blocks. They're just like there for you to build off of. And after that, it's up to you to kind of like figure yeah. out what you want to do with this. And so because it's so free, like, I don't know, you give people freedom to, to choose what they want to do and they're going to do incredible things, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And like, you know, what it, what it does is it like, I don't know, it, it takes that box of, um, what is it, like you're doing, doing the act is like its reward in itself. Mm-hmm. Like you exactly. don't need anything for doing it. Like there's no, yeah. no outside uh you don't need anything like someone to to say like oh that was amazing good job or whatever or like give you pay you money no no. like it's the the act of doing it act of creating and stuff finding new things big time yeah big time like uh, and i to be honest like for me as well it's just something that uh i'm only i've only just kind of really started to figure out you know in the last couple years that it's just like it's all about yourself really you know what i mean like if you're like if you're not enjoying it if you're not having fun you're not going to dance well and it's as simple yeah. as that you know what I mean? yeah like just like the, the the more relaxed and the more and and the more you're just trying to have fun the better you're going to dance it's like when you're worried about winning or qualifying or oh, i have to get this combo in on this round or to make sure i take all these boxes for the judges yeah, yeah, you're just you're not producing something that's you, like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the sooner you you realize that and just throw all that out the window, that's when you really start to have fun. I feel just when you're just like, yeah, I'm just doing my own shit. Yeah. You know? But I kind of feel like, uh, you know, people have to go through that phase of trying to please yeah. judges, and because then you you don't really know. Because if someone's like, yeah, just have fun, you know, like you can't you kind of don't really get it you might know like yeah that makes sense that makes a lot of sense but you can't really know it until you've experienced that other kind of side of things and what that feels like to like yeah be dancing for someone else and not doing it like to to please yourself or doing what you like and you're like i don't even like tap mills why did i do a tap mill like yeah yeah Yeah. you know that kind of thing um you need those you need those negative kind of well they're not necessarily negative but you need those kind of other experiences to appreciate to fully appreciate whatever yeah. your like end ending is <laughs> wherever you end up yeah yeah cuz i mean like you know if you're really training to just like win competitions and you're not doing it for yourself then you're basically training for the opinion of three guys who are going to judge you that day. You don't know what their mood's going to be that day. You don't know what, you know, their style is. You don't know if they're going to feel you or not. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really a good thing to be hanging on to, is it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, yeah. Going, you're going to be disappointed, like, so at some stage, you know what I mean? Um, so the more you just do it for yourself, the more you produce better material, I feel. You know what I mean? It comes yeah. from the heart. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? And that's what you get the props for. I, I, like uh, I feel, you know, what I mean, just being yourself, doing something different. Yeah. You know, where you get the respect, really. Yeah, but that's um, like that's the longer road, right? You know, mm. like it's easier to to look at. Okay, well, what's winning the competition these days? Oh, I guess I should do that. And like, mm-hmm. 
you know, I guess maybe at the beginning when you don't even know how you want to dance, that might help like form your style. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but like, I feel like when you've already kind of figured out what you like, but then you're changing it in order to win these competitions or whatever, like mm -hmm. that's a, that's a path. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> no, like it doesn't, you might be fine after, but like, it's not a long-term thing. You know, no. you're going to win that jam and then you'll be like, Oh, I haven't developed like my own style at all. I don't even no. know how I really want to dance. Like I've been just changing whatever I wanted, however, whatever's winning. Yeah. No one even remembers that jam you won. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's so, that's totally true. Like, you know, people win a jam and, and they might remember you or they might yeah, not, yeah. but what's really going to be remembered is like that legacy of your style that you've left with mm. it's not even about like you know you're famous on youtube or whatever this kind of thing like it might be like you know you met someone and they they saw your style or whatever like someone in your local area and that influenced them to to mm -hmm. take that kind of mentality or whatever into their style mm -hmm. and that's like your legacy even if they never give you any credit or whatever like yeah, that's yeah. still your your legacy living on and and, uh, absolutely man I, like that to me I, like i think that's beautiful you know what i mean to think how far that could even go is crazy yeah. that could be the other side of the world and influence a ton of other people you don't you know like, it really happened like sure look breakings in every country almost in the world yeah in the Bronx. that's one of the craziest things you know it's not like <clears throat> yeah um <clears throat> And like, <laughs> I think about going off of that, uh, what do you call it? Like legacy and whatever, your style living on, whatever, even if you stop breaking. But that's like, that's like something that everyone kind of wants, I think in the end, is like leaves some kind of legacy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I think at the end of the day, what really, if, we, if we're talking about breaking, like the thing that, people will remember is your style right mm -hmm. like you can have guys like rocks right and he wins 100 competitions and that's cool that's like right but the thing that people are going to remember it's not going to be like he that's he won 100 competitions it's mm -hmm. like well what did he do to win those 100 competitions you got to look at like the way that he breaks or the way that he broke if we're talking in the future right this kind of thing yeah i think that's it like uh if you're talking about sports like 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 if you're talking about like like a swimmer like like michael phelps like it's like he's the best because he won eight gold medals in one olympics you know what i mean yeah, yeah. It's like, breaking is just not that simple it's not about like how many jams you won you know what i mean yeah, like obviously yeah. fantastic achievement to win 100 jams jesus christ but like um you know there's just so much more yeah, because you, you got that, like, sport and art kind of mixed together. Yeah, so it can be confused, like, especially, like, when, you know, all the people are seeing are, like, um, the big, you know, edits of, like, those big jams and the belts, the Red Bull belt, like, and trophies and this and that, prize money. Of course, yeah. you know, people want to want that glory and that fame, but, yeah. you know, the, the real part, the dull parts is, like, that one cipher you remember, like, that crazy move that guy weird guy did in the top eight like or something like that that's yeah, the stuff yeah like you know what I mean? yeah yeah that's like that's one part of i think that's like a fundamental part of of the breaking experience is like not just learning moves and stuff and and you know doing things to improve but like it's going out and meeting people seeing other scenes connecting with other mm -hmm. people like like you said, you'll go to a jam <clears throat> and you know, there's a competition and maybe it's a crazy competition. And it's really fun to watch and whatever. And, and it, it's very memorable, but there's a lot of times when you just like, when, when people are just ciphering, like you'll see some random person, you're just like, who is this person? Or like you just cipher and you're like connecting with someone. And, um, yeah. and then that's like a weird connection that you guys 
keep going for like i don't know you just you go to like get food after and you, you're like oh where are you from you get to know each other it's like that's part of part of the experience too is like mm -hmm. these connections or like yeah that weird guy who you didn't make it into top eight but yeah <laughs> whatever right like you, you that see that a lot in japan too <laughs> yeah. a lot of just like weird people and you're like who is this guy what the hell why would you do that but it's not like a bad kind of why would you do it it's like i wish yeah. i wish i could think that free and not care so much <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah man like yeah like yeah traveling traveling is a really big thing ah i got a question for you we were talking mm -hmm. about perspectives yeah like getting out there and seeing things and and whatever right and broadening your perspective and, and seeing like the larger picture and whatever uh or just things changing your perspective because you see other ways of thinking or other things whatever but um do you feel like breaking aside or whatever just like countries or whatever uh living in vancouver and experiencing that does that make you think about ireland and, and where you come from in a different way yeah yeah very much so um yeah i think um being here you know like uh it's it's like it's you know it's still like ireland's still like um still part of let's say the western world or whatever english speaking you know all that's the same you know um but that's still very big culture difference you know like um just you know i think th things can be um a bit tougher in ireland i feel like um sometimes it can be harder to get stuff done i feel like uh, vancouver is kind of like a user-friendly city you know really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know everything is like set up nicely you know your boss is always going to be on time you're like um everyone like all the roads are straight and everything is perfectly laid out and people play the rules and you know that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, uh, generally speaking, I would say like more so like than Ireland, because um, yeah, for me like Ireland is that kind of got a kind of like a, a wildness to it. I feel, uh, and it's just um, just the look and the feel of the place is very very different. I just think like Irish people also are a little bit different because of um, the kind of fighting that the country had to kind of go through to kind of to say that we're Irish or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, plays a plays a big part in it hmm, hmm. but yeah i just think um it's a lot of opportunities in 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 canada you know and living in vancouver has just definitely opened up my mind to the whole world different cultures hmm. um ireland also then on the flip side is very it can be quite isolated and closed in and people can have like a kind of um kind of can be narrow-minded sometimes you know um kind of scared of other cultures or like you know like you wouldn't be able to get folks get ramen anywhere like in ireland you know what uh -huh. I mean? people don't know like people, a lot of people wouldn't know like what even ramen is you know what i mean even like, in what is what is the capital of ireland uh, dublin a uh, dublin even in dublin in dublin yeah in dublin <laughs> maybe you don't have it but, like this is all these other places these country towns and you know people yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i was just asking because like uh you know like i grew up in vancouver and there's just certain things that growing up in your city you kind of like take for granted yeah and then i found like yeah just traveling or even living here you experience something different and like you know here it's got its own cool things and uh you know like ups and downs right everyone has ups mm -hmm. and downs but it's like living somewhere else and having different experiences and seeing things like how they're done in a different place like if you come back there's certain things that you you realize like it clicks in your head like oh you know what like actually yeah vancouver really has beautiful nature and that kind of thing like or yeah like but you just growing up there like you just kind of sometimes you kind of take it for granted it's like oh yeah that's the mountains they're, they're just right there the rockies and or like not quite the rockies but and like yeah. you know the ocean's right there and i can like walk 
15 minutes in any direction and I'm like in the forest or <laughs> in, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I'm at the beach or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, it took that outside experience to make me, to make it kind of click in my head or like make me re realize it. It's got yeah, to be a word for that. <laughs> Uh, like a like a lot of, a lot of people said to me when I was um when I, like uh, when I was kind of like nineteen twenty twenty one I was getting a bit uh, frustrated with like Ireland and like the kind of way there's nothing happening there and all my old friends told me like you have to you have to leave Ireland to appreciate Ireland you know yeah like you know uh just stuff like I took for granted just uh, just silence you know just quiet you know like. Like where I live, like downtown east side, it's just like sirens going off right, twenty percent right. all the time, that kind of thing. And then when I was at home in Ireland, like you're just walking around, I'm like, Oh, it's so quiet around yeah, here. You know right. what I mean? It's just like stuff like that, you know. Um but again, you don't know until you step out and that's why I like I try to tell like loads of people, like my younger brother and stuff, like, go travel the first chance you get, you know, because you know, you, you can't get that experience anywhere else. You have to go and do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you know, you know. Yeah, but I think it's it's also different too. Like there's a difference between living somewhere and just traveling there. Mm -hmm. maybe, yes. maybe if you travel like long-term, you get a better sense of it. Like mm -hmm. once you get past that surface level of what the country's like, then you start to see like what it's sort of really like, or you get to mm -hmm. know like some local people local places and you get to see like the real culture mm -hmm. and, uh, you know like, yeah like living here you know everyone has this image of japan and what it's like and it's yeah. just, you know technology and all this stuff and then you live out here and there's like rice fields and stuff and it's like you said it's so quiet right and yeah and, uh there's you i'd like you learn to appreciate that in its own way too like because like, like you mm. said, like I, I came from living in a city and there's, you know, there's just so much noise and cars and stuff and you come out here and you're like, it's kind of nice to, to experience this whole different way of living, like not rushing anywhere. And just, it's like true kind of slow life. Not that Vancouver is particularly like a busy city or anything. Not, not by any means. Like, yeah. 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 That's even like, yeah, even when I was in London, you know, when I was at home and I was just like, that now for me is even too much, you know, like, like I know London is too busy for me, you know, but that's why I like Vancouver is like that kind of happy medium. It's yeah. Too, but there's uh, still a lot going on. It's a lot of opportunity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a, yeah, that's a big thing. Like that made me realize that too, like going around and seeing seeing other places and seeing and like just hearing stuff from friends too who live in like bigger cities and you know there's there's ups and downs like there's more opportunities and maybe you can get paid more and and if you're what for whatever your goals are whatever right but there's something to be said about like vancouver it's it's that i don't know to me it's like that goldilocks kind of level not too hot not too cold not too big not too small yeah, yeah, it is very much. Yeah, like the biggest thing you can complain, complain about. Well, I guess like I don't know how it is with rent these days. Mm -hmm. it's still super expensive. Yeah, pretty pricey. Like pretty yeah, pricey. It is. yeah, there's that, and then like it rains. Yeah, <laughs> so other than that, it's a pretty good city. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just, still get that summer, you know. So <clears throat> it is that nice. Like even when I was at home, you know, like. Uh, just walking to practice, you know, you're like going to the door and straight away it's like so much wind and rain in your face and you gotta like walk like twenty, thirty minutes and it's just like, oh here we go again. It's just like so different to just like strolling down to Rob's ice rink in this in the summer. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying the summers. They're they're really nice. Yeah, like that's coming back to I guess to Vancouver's scene. Like, mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that you know we were we were talking about it like Robson Square and like it's kind of this like weird special place that I've never seen anything like that in all the places that I've been to or the ways that I hear of people practicing yeah. and stuff like you know and like when you go down there especially in the summer and like 
they have their big like hustle classes and and everyone's just kind of chilling and just having uh, having fun and like you don't even have to join but it's just kind of like this atmosphere that's there yeah all you need to do is just hang out there and you feel that vibe like, yeah. yeah yeah it was just fun to like to just chill and, Man, it's an amazing thing you know what i mean that's yeah. like yeah they, like when i was even sketchy about getting new visas and stuff we're here like it was like my biggest fear i was just like oh i don't want to miss that vibe you know what i mean wow. that you can get in the summers in vancouver it's just like second to none you know? yeah but you know Amazing. like um i think like you know whatever your future holds or for anyone like whatever if if they've experienced something that they like like that can be something that that inspires you and you you kind of bring a piece of that back to wherever you end up like wherever mm -hmm. people end up like uh it's like it might start small, but you can you can grow it into something that just takes time and and effort and dedication and that kind of totally, thing. yeah. So totally. like, yeah. Uh, did you ever go to Vancouver Street Dance Festival? Yep, yep. Yeah, that to me is like what epitomizes the Vancouver scene. Oh yeah, it's like just like that that whole scene that day. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, All this music you know just yeah yeah like if anyone for anyone that like doesn't know what this is like it's it's just this like big kind of outdoor it's free outdoor basically party see yeah uh, at robson square and they have like some competition stuff and they have some performances but really like you know it's just the time to come out there and chill and and just see some fun stuff <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know still like, all the dancing's on a super high level as well like, yeah you know, and the, and the no thing is, like there's no there's no real prize right no no i don't think so yeah and like you know some people might be like yo that's whacked you know they're not compensating the people for dancing but like the whole vibe of the thing is really like you do it for the love and it's not like people are working behind the scenes to pocket money and this stuff like mm -hmm. like no. everyone does it they're they're working hard to just give it a fun event for people yeah you don't get that vibe at all like there's none of that kind of thing like you can really tell that it's just all for the community look like and yeah. you can even when when the vsdf like you know fundraiser jams start coming up you're even getting excited being like oh you know it's coming around to that time of year again you yeah. know I mean? you know that's why like the last couple times that i came back to visit i i was like all right it's perfect timing i can visit during like it's right when it happens i can go check it mm -hmm. out go chill go connect with some people you can see that like vancouver vibe back yeah straight straight up yeah yeah, it's good stuff. More people should go to Vancouver, in my opinion. Like, I yeah. recommend it so much to to yeah. anyone. Yeah. Amazing. I second that. I second that. Yeah, yeah. like it's just like you said, it's it's got this atmosphere of just chill, kind of having fun. You just feel like you can kind of be you. You don't have to put up some like front and yeah, act a certain way man you know what i mean like that's that's why i that's why i feel that everyone's kind of doing their own thing because it's you don't have to conform to this any one way that people say you do you know what i mean it's just people yeah. the thing, thing man it's all yeah. good you know? yeah yeah i'd say things are perfect nothing's ever perfect but nah. pretty chill <laughs> pretty chill pretty nice mm -hmm. like yeah sometimes i would hear <clears throat> like it was a criticism of vancouver mm -hmm. and like i never really understood it fully like some people were like yeah you know just like west coast vancouver they're just soft it's you know hmm. with the way that they're they break in attitudes and like i get that to an extent like some sometimes people can be like sort of non-confrontational or like mm -hmm. yeah oh, i don't want to deal with this thing so like i don't know it can come off as like maybe politicking or or like behind the back kind of stuff and maybe that happens sometimes but i think really in general though it's mostly that people just like don't care <laughs> right? yeah i really like yeah, some I, people I, care yeah. but you know most of the time people just like they might get cheesed about an event and then they're like ah all right well, let's go practice and 
<laughs> smoke, smoke some weed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, chill out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I mean, you'd be disappointed your whole life if you're just going to, you know what I mean, think the other way, to be honest. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be someone who has a different opinion than you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. And don't get me wrong, like, you know, it's, there's something to be said about having that, like, fierce competitive spirit and or being, like, really passionate about something. But there's also something to be said of just like it's like finding that line of like well how much how much do I tolerate and how much do I speak up like yes you know and it's always a balance right because if you do it too much you just like everything becomes a problem and everything is like an issue and someone wronged you in some way or whatever right if you don't do it enough then like the assholes in life or whatever who, who step all over people. They're just going to step all over people, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, but it's always that, that balancing, that balancing yeah. point. As well, a lot of it's just being yourself, you know what I mean? If, like, yeah. if, you, if you feel like you want to get hyped for a battle or if you feel like you want to just kick back and chill for a battle or not battle or whatever, that's, that's on you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like me, me personally, I like getting hyped up for battles. Like I like yeah, to yeah. I'm battling and battling, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I like that too and you know you can shake hands afterwards and not disrespect people but still battle hard you know yeah yeah have that intensity and yeah. sometimes Vancouver does lack that a little bit you know what I mean yeah but like, it's the way people are you know you can't you can't, can't fake the punk <laughs> yeah it's you just know? the way that the scene is right it's you know you just gotta appreciate differences right yeah, exactly you know, vibe there that's the vibe in Whatever other city, they they do things their way, and that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, everyone's got their own preferences, and they like what they like. Exactly. But it's something to be said. Yeah. Like, Perfect. you live there, and you've experienced it, and you know it kind of on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Maybe think about it a different way. You see things a bit different, but it's easy to make those like surface level judgments of like yeah, everyone's soft there. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So maybe I don't know. Maybe people are just chill. <laughs> they don't care. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and people are too busy doing like, I don't know, wind kite kite boarding or whatever. <laughs> like climbing a mountain <laughs> or something. Playing frisbee or something. You're playing frisbee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's a good spot to finish up. <laughs> cool, man. Nice. Yeah, nice. Just chilling. Yeah, it was it was a good chat. We had some cool stuff and I think there's some in, insightful like breaking talk, insightful travel talk, insightful just mentality. Yeah. Mm. Good. Happy days, man. Yeah, like I really liked the ones you did with Mark and Tafaya, you know. Yeah, um, I got a, a whole bunch that are coming, but it takes time to go through them and you have a bunch yeah. in the in the book, right? Yeah, and especially like the it was like the last one. It's an old friend from Vancouver. Uh, that mm-hmm. When I started out, he was one of the guys that was that was breaking and like, not necessarily my teacher, but he was just kind of he's like my brother's old friend, right? Okay. And, but he's an artist and a musician and stuff, and so yeah, just talking with him and like learning about his mentality and his views on creativity and like inspiration and and how yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that and like overlap there, you know what I mean? Like it's all the yeah. same really, at the end yeah, of the day. There's so much, right? So I'm excited to get these things out, but it just takes time. Exactly, uh, man. Yeah. yeah. Are you, are you, are you, so you're you're still like you're still able to work and stuff now, so you're still keeping a bit busy at least. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well well, I'll tell you after after we finish this. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise we just keep talking for another like, hour or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll put it there. Uh, it was a good chat, and yeah. you had a lot of cool stuff to say. And uh, you know, if people are interested, they can they can go check you out. I'll put like some links where people can find you or whatever. If you do, you yeah. have anything? Do you have anything that you want to like just? leave with like last words or whatever it doesn't have to be anything like inspirational or whatever just whatever you want to say um no just um just thank, thanks for asking me. i think your uh your what you're doing on your youtube channel is dope um i think it's so fresh i always keep up to date with all the videos so that's dope. 
and just for a message just uh, be yourself that's it yeah 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 good good stuff all right nice man peace everybody thanks everyone for listening if you like what you heard please consider supporting on my patreon page at www.patreon.com slash f 2 that's r-a-z-z-y-f-2 this also goes towards supporting my youtube channel where i make tutorials and discussion videos and you can find that at www.youtube.com slash f 2 r-a-z-z-y-f-2 Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening, and look forward to the next one. Peace.